All right, welcome to Cracking the Restaurant Labor Crunch Show, brought to you by the folks at Performance Food Service. I'm your host, Jamie Oikel from RunningRestaurants.com, and I'm joined today by Angus Stanfield, who is the co-owner of Matanga's uh, Pizzeria in San Antonio, Texas, and also the host of the Making a Dough Show podcast, which is excellent, by the way. We're definitely going to talk about that today. I, I might have uh, butchered the, the name of the restaurant. Uh, did I, what's, what's going on there? Did I say it right? It is, uh, it is Matanga's. My husband's yeah. name is Matthew. So it's Matt, and part of my name is Anga, yeah. so that's why it's called Matanga's yeah. uh, Pizzeria. I finally saw that in my brain this morning. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, we had to make it up, you know. Like, All the names were taken, so. I was going to ask her, what's that for? Then I'm like, no, 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 that's the second half of her name and the husband. So anyway, t tell us about the restaurant. You guys have gone through everything that everyone else has gone through, the struggles. Yeah. You guys are in San Antonio, uh, one or uh, two, two locations, I believe. Talk about what you've seen the last year. So uh, we have two locations and we about four or five months ago, we signed papers for our third location, mm -hmm. which is opening in the next month or so, our third location. And an opportunity came up in downtown San Antonio. So we were also taking over that. So in the next two months or so, we're opening two more locations. Wow. And, uh, you know, one of the things we realized this this industry, I mean, if you tune in into this show, you're part of this industry. My hat goes off to you. You know, we're out there hustling, trying to create jobs, and it is very hard. So, again, kudos to you being in this industry and uh, just excited to be talking about it. Uh, we're talking about labor crunch, of course, and it is affecting everybody. And it's just not restaurant owners. I mean, I talk to anybody, even like our local city, you know, offices. It's a government job. They don't have, you know, enough uh, people to cover all the positions they have. So this is affecting everybody, and uh, we're obviously part of it as well. Well, what in that vein, let's stay right there because this is all about the, that labor crunch and you're an operator. And so that's why I, why I want to bring you on. Um, you needed people. If you need people, how many do you have? How are you hiring? Sure. How are you finding people? Sure. Yeah. So what happens is we went in in May. We went down, probably we lost 15 staff. Part of this, some of them graduated to go to college, you know or just for summer, we, we lost a bunch of people. So we went about 60 to 45. And as we aggressively, and I can go over some of the stuff we've done to aggressively, um, proactively on offense mm -hmm. to go out there and get staff, which is different than we've done in the past, which is sit back, hoping for applications to come in. We just put our job postings out there and stuff, which we continue to do. But once we did a little bit more aggressive, we got a bunch of staff. We had a lot and then we lost a bunch again and we've done some other things now and we have plenty of staff by God's grace. As of now, as we're talking in October, we have plenty of staff actually. So what happens is that the pool of people uh, in town, wherever you're located, maybe there were a thousand people looking for jobs or changing jobs. There were a thousand before, now there are 700. There are still people out there, the 700, that are applying and looking for jobs. We just need to be way more aggressive and nimble, catching them before they go to a competitor and or elsewhere. So with that mindset, um, we have been able to come up with new tactics that we did not do before to get new staff. So, 
I, and I'm happy to share with y'all what it is that. Yeah, uh, this is great. I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to dig in. So when you, when you talk about tactics, what are, what are some of those? Sure. So, I mean, obviously there's the, the regular tactics that everybody should be doing. Obviously you have signs in store, you have, you know, some people do outside, you know, part of your email marketing, you need to make sure you like everybody who comes in contact with you, they need to know that you're hiring, mm -hmm. whether it's on your website, on, um, you know, I know even Whataburger, like, for us, pizza box, we like to do pizza box toppers, but I know like Whataburger, you know, in town, they put flyers of the fact that they're hiring into their sandwiches because part of the cut, we serve thousands of people that do business with us, wherever you're at, when, you know, you, there are a lot of them who may want to drive a little bit or work a few hours a week or something like that. And, or obviously permanently. So those are some of the classic stuff. Now there's some of the advanced stuff that we've done that we never had done before are a few things. One, we put our marketing hat on to be like, we want to market the fact that we are hiring. A lot of times with that marketing hat on to sell our products, utilizing different marketing tools that are out there versus the thing with the hiring. So we created commercials for, and I'm happy to share some of the links with you. So we created commercials for the fact that we're hiring instead of just a, you know, an image that says we're hiring, which is everybody's doing in order to stand out. So we we involve a lot of imagery of our staff, videos of our staff. We did one which tried to do a little bit like mm -hmm. a military style. This is nothing advanced. It's whatever you do, you're going to stand out because not a lot of people are doing it. And then, so the video commercials, what we've done, one of the things is utilizing Facebook jobs that I had never done before. Yeah. Um, we have gotten a lot of staff through Facebook jobs. You can post job posting. And I have found out that people like, just it's a click of a button and it just, they say that they're interested and it feeds their profile. And uh, we just get an automatic message here on the phone and I can be like, hey, can you come in today or tomorrow? And they say, yes or no, I can do that. So there is a conversation going on. So they can be like, no, I can't do it this time. Well, how about that? And then maybe it approaches like they were gonna come in today at five and they're like, oh, I'm actually not able to come in this. Is that okay if I come tomorrow? So there's a conversation going on and we've been able to increase our show up rate. Uh, mm -hmm. for the interview. Mm -hmm. If you know what I mean, a lot of times we've had this problem, people don't show up for interviews. A percentage of it, obviously, are people, we don't want to talk, get into the politics of it, politics of it, but there is a percentage of people who are not able to make it to the interview for legit reasons. And having a conversation on Facebook Messenger with those individuals, we're the desperate ones and I, I need them. So we need those people. So we we follow up. Hey, are you able to come in? I just want to remind you about that and whatever. So that has uh, helped with the show up rate. Um, that's one. And the second thing is there are a lot of Facebook groups. We are involved mm -hmm. in this Facebook groups. There are Facebook groups here we have that are for jobs. People are like, oh, I'm looking for a job in this area and stuff. Yes, we comment just like everybody else, but we also DM. You, you directly message them and say, hey, I'm just curious if you found a job, just know that you know, we would love to have you. Well, you, know, you, you need to go a little bit of an extra mile, not just commenting on those. But the one that we've done that has done outstanding is YouTube ads Really, uh, this time. And here's the thing with YouTube ads. Find somebody, pay them a couple hundred bucks to set it up for you. Uh, this, this is not complicated. Mm -hmm. So you, the way it works with YouTube ads is that YouTube is owned by Google. When people go search for a job, a lot of people go to Google and they search for DoorDash jobs because we need drivers for our restaurant. I don't know about uh, y'all, but so because when then we have them train them to work on other stations as well while, we're, while they're there. So DoorDash jobs, you get the point, like pizza delivery jobs, people who want to work for Papa John's. What are the keywords that they're searching for? 
If you put your, your hat on, you were looking for a job, maybe you're in a chicken. I don't know what, whatever business you're in, but what are people right. searching on Google? You write those keywords down, you create a YouTube video and I can share with you ours. It's not, it's my husband talking into the camera where he's saying, Hey, if you're in the Northeast San Antonio and shirt civil area, that's where we live. So it'll trigger people. Oh, wait a minute. That's local. You know, we're hiring that other, whatever thing it is. I can share with you that link. So you can kind of use the script and make it your own. So you create a YouTube video. Um, and you post it on your YouTube channel, then on Google ad platform, you're simply telling Google, Hey, those who search for these 10 keywords and they live in three mile radius around this zip code, show them this YouTube ad. Right. So again, there are 700 people in our example who are looking for jobs in town. We need to get to them first. We need to get to them more creatively and stand out. So that has worked well for us. And then from there, people just go to our, our app, you know, they can click on the link and they can go and apply. So that's one thing we've done that has uh, worked very well as well for us. Let me, let me know your thoughts. I'll talk to you. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I, I was writing down a lot of notes cause you were jamming. <laughs> that was really good stuff. Um, the, yeah, I mean the, the Facebook stuff, I hadn't really seen the jobs piece. I love that. I was curious as you were talking, cause sometimes obviously it's hard for people to, to come in uh, the, the ghosting per se, the show up rate, yep. have you done, uh, virtual interviews with folks? Uh, have you ever have, <laughs> do you do that? Or you believe, Hey, let's at the end of the day, uh, you know, I, I want you to come in and that's more important. What do you think? Well, I mean, I think it, um, one must do what works. Uh, we are in San Antonio, Texas. So we are kind of back to normal when it comes to the COVID stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so for us, we're back to in person. Um, and also this is an in-person job people. It's not a virtual job in the future. So I feel like people do need to come in. Um, that has been our decision. Um, one thing we have done is the time gap between uh, people applying and hearing from us and getting them to come to an interview. We have shortened that gap yeah. in the same day. Hmm. We, we, if somebody applies today, they're going to receive a message from us like within the hour or two. And we're going to ask them if you can come in today or tomorrow. We have a manager on the shift always, and we have stacks of like blank interview forms in our office. So a manager needs to be able to get off and interview and make a decision within hours and tell that team member, hey, come in for an onboarding tomorrow. Because if we don't, they're going to be snatched by the competitor because people are applying to 10 Fast. different places. So that right. would that has been very successful for us to shorten the gap if that makes sense yeah you got to go yeah you have to go fast because because they're they're going to be gone so i uh, put on the marketing hat you're doing the commercials that'd be it'd be great great to uh we'll share the links to that somewhere maybe on on the page when we post the interview that will be really awesome uh let me ask you if you've done anything on the on the perk side on the incentive side on the on the bonus side and what's going on there so we, uh, we've done two things. One has worked well and one not as much. So one, what we did is we realized, okay, instead of incentivizing other people say, oh, we have a $300 bonus thing or a thousand local, like we have a, a movie theater, they do a thousand dollar sign-in bonus within 90 days. I'm sure everybody has seen these everywhere. Yeah, I've seen them. What we've done is like, you know what, let's incentivize our staff. That's what we've done. And we did a campaign incentivizing our staff that we're going to bonus them 100 or 200 or whatever if they bring a friend in and that friend sticks around for like three weeks or we have a time as to how long they stay, if they get hired. So what we didn't actually, if they come for an interview, both of you get 25 bucks. Mm -hmm. Again, incentivizing people to show up for interviews. You know how it is. So like they have nothing to lose. You're just removing barriers and friction. 
So I like it. quick 25 bucks if you, uh, your friend comes for an interview. If they do get hired, you get like 100 and they get 100 or something like that. So that worked in the month of June. We were able to add like 15 team members in the two-week spam. You know, that's lined from Godfather. Make them make them an offer they can't <laughs> refuse. If you right. make the incentive good enough, but it has to make sense for you. So if somebody gets hired and they stick around a certain amount, if within two weeks they're not good, you can you can get them to leave. I mean, it's not like um, you have to control that, of course. But we felt like it's better to incentivize our own staff than strangers. So that worked for us. Good. The second thing we did that did not work is that we tried incentivizing our customers. And I mm -hmm. said like, hey, if you refer somebody you know and whatever, um, we, and they work a certain period of time, we give you $100 gift cards to our restaurant. And partly I think we didn't promote it as much or something like that. That wasn't as successful, but it depends on, because we live in an area, people have very high income. So maybe that's what did not work for us. I'm just mentioning it. That may work uh, for wherever people live somewhere else. Yeah, I've heard, yeah, and because like, I I I I have heard of that incentive working as well because it spreads the word, right? So if if you if you mention it to your customers, they may just happen to know someone in their circle that is looking uh, looking for a job for for whatever reason. Uh, so you're getting them in. Uh, some folks are starting to do more on the pay side, on the benefit side, yes. or time off. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you where do you think things are trending there? So we have, you have to, I mean, we have been increasing our prices gradually because our mm -hmm. food cost keeps going higher. Yeah, it does. However, we keep our labor percentage the same. We, we have these conversations with our managers that we're paying people more, but the labor percentage target is not going to move. So for them to understand, um, and I can go over what we've some of the stuff that we are doing operationally to be able to do more with less people. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about that as well. But we're talking about benefits. We have uh, given people raises. We have a Chick-fil-A in our parking lot. Their starting rate is like $13, <laughs> right. $14 an hour. And we have lost some of our people. Then we had to make this decision of if someone is good, if they were to quit today, we will suffer. Who are those individuals? Let's pay right. those people more. Mm -hmm. So we have some people who are machines. They work like one and a half of a person who puts in 0.75 effort. So those people would not necessarily given raises, but we have given raises to those who who we really need. There are so you some call them the, the A players, right? Every business you hope you have exactly. those. And, and yeah, and you want you want to you want to keep them and you want to find find more of them. Absolutely. Um, question for you. Let's uh, we, we, we could definitely talk forever. And you've already shared a whole bunch of tips. And and for, for our labor show, we're trying to keep under about 20 minutes. So I want to ask yeah. you about your your making making dough podcast show. I think I saw recently on YouTube, you're up to over 180 or so episodes. You've talked about all sorts of topics, very yeah. down to earth, like you're talking now, very practical. Um, share share with folks what you're doing there, because they could obviously plug right into that and get a whole bunch more tips on, on what you're doing. Oh, absolutely. So uh, making dough show is because we make a lot of dough in our in our pizzerias, of course. But, you know, I've called the thing making dough show because uh, I believe every restaurant, you know, if every restaurant I need to have a profitable restaurant that doesn't own them. So I am very passionate about creating systems and freedom. And we were talking earlier, you know, we have four children um, from 10 and to one year old. You know, our, our, we have young kids. We want to oh, yeah. have a life and run a profitable business. So that is uh, what I'm about. And I just share 
what we're going through, you know, a lot of stuff where our managers, we're heavily involved in our businesses as we're growing. And um, I share what we're doing in marketing. I share what we're doing in terms of obviously our management and our systems, um, answer questions. And, and I'm just happy to serve this community because I learned from many folks in our community, including uh, you guys and, and your show, Jamie. I appreciate that very much. So uh, that's what we do at Making Dough Show. It's a podcast and also on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Check it out on YouTube for sure. I, well, on, on any channel, but I just happened to look today on YouTube uh, again to get a refresher. And I saw topics like leading a team and firing a customer and exceeding customer expectations and how to keep your team productive, how to terminate a team member because that happens. So just like stuff that you deal with every day, she, she yep. talks about. And it's really great. Up over 5,000 subscribers, which is which is really, really uh, incredible. Get, get, getting a lot of traction there. Uh, last thing to touch on here. Um, running two places, starting two more places. So amongst all the craziness, two more restaurants uh, coming on board, four kids, uh, yep. but you're putting the systems in place to make this stuff happen. So so I, I, loved, I love hearing that because a lot of people um, have been obviously negative or neutral through this period, but you guys have found a way to pivot and be successful. So what will be some of your last kind of tips you'd want to share with folks? Um, I wanted to say that we cannot have a victim mentality and for example, the issue with staff that we're talking about the labor, everybody has that issue. So we need to move on from complaining and we need to be very nimble and aggressive and get after it. Restaurant is hard. If we're going to be in this business, might as well go big. You know, if we're doing it, it is hard and painful. Might as well go all out. That has been our, our thing. So, uh, you know what I mean? So might as well do that. So this is a season we're expanding. Now we're being methodical. We're doing our due diligence. We're not being reckless, of course. But uh, I wanted to say that, uh, again, as I started this, I my kudos to anybody in our business, whether they're mm. serving as a manager or server capacity or owner, owner or any capacity, kudos to you. It is a very hard business, but uh, let's, let's do it and let's do it big. So yeah, that's what I love, we're doing. I love the passion I, I feel co coming from you here. So, uh, hit them with your, your, your website, uh, for the, for the restaurant. If, if you'd like the, any sure. social that you're on, what do you got? Sure. So Matangas Pizzeria, uh, is our website, matangas.com. Uh, we're on all social media and, uh, you can see kind of some of the stuff we're trying to do, uh, and making doshow.com. We have also a lot of free resources there for you as well. Yeah. So make sure you check these guys out. They are all over the web and you, you can e easily, easily find them, which is good. And of course, we'll link to them on the website as well. Anga, awesome. You were great you. as always. Love to have you on. We'd love to. Uh, we'll follow up in the future. You got lots of great stuff to share with folks, but check them out. In the meanwhile, on the web, this is uh, Jamie Oikel from runningrestaurants.com uh, talking about the restaurant labor crunch. We want to thank our uh, diamond sponsor, Performance Food Service, for being a part of this special broadcast. We appreciate them. Anga, we'll catch you soon. Bye-bye. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Bye.